Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Core neurology topic today. Here is your case. Okay, this is Nikita, 27-year-old, had a seizure at a local urgent care. Uh, vital signs are 60, pulse 65, respiration is 12, uh, BP 110 over 80, afebrile. We do have a uh, line established. We didn't give any benzo. She's been post tickle the whole time she's been with us. Had a boyfriend with her. Um, does have a past history of epilepsy. Is on Keppra, Zonagran, Carbitrol, and Onfi. Generally presents as petite mal, but this was a grand mal seizure. Uh, no history of alcohol, tobacco, or drugs. Glucose was 124. Does anybody have any questions? No questions. Good? Okay, thanks. All right. A seizure. Now, I know these can be scary. One of my scariest cases as a medical student, I was on my shift evaluating a patient, and he started to seize, boom, right in front of me. And I froze up. Uh, like, what do I do? It was very scary. These can be scary cases. And so this is going to actually be a two-week series. This week, we are going to cover the approach to a single seizure lasting less than five minutes with normal or returning to normal level of consciousness. This is by far the most common situation you're going to see. And then next week, we're going to talk about our alternative critical diagnosis, status epilepticus. This is a critical diagnosis. It has a very aggressive treatment pathway. But today, we're starting with the simple non-status epilepticus seizure. The patients who come to the hospital for a single seizure by ambulance, somebody called 911, super common. And the main thing that I want you to remember today is that history. You have to take a good history with a simple seizure, because that is the most high yield for your attending and for your slow. Remember, most of these cases are not seizing right in front of you. So you're going to actually have some time to get a super detailed history, and I'm going to help you do that. Here's our approach. Step one, describe, describe, describe the seizure. Now, we always take good histories, obviously, but with seizures, you're going to sound smarter, way smarter. Trust me, the more descriptive you are about that event. As detailed as possible, the entire event. When it was starting, did they have an aura? What was it? When the patient lost consciousness, what exactly happened? Describe what motor finding happened first. Describe what happened next, and then what, and then what? Did the eyes deviate? Which way? Was the patient tense all over and then have clonus? Or did the shaking come first? Which extremity? Details. And then the end of the event, was the patient postictal, as we would expect? Or was it a rapid return of consciousness? Did they fall? Details. Describe, describe, describe. It makes you sound smart, specifically with this chief complaint. This isn't the time to be overly focused and broad. I want you to be detailed. Step two, more details. Ask about time. How long ago did it happen? How long did it last? All these questions about time. But even more than just the time itself, time actually happens to be the mnemonic I created for the other four 
specific questions that you need to ask your seizure patients. You're specifically going to ask about tongue biting, incontinence, medication changes, and ETOH or alcohol. Those are the four other things that you need to ask every seizure patient to sound smart. Do that and you have now taken an excellent history. Now let's keep this detailed trend going. Step three, I want you to do a full neurologic exam, the full thing. Again, the more thorough you are here, the more impressive you will sound. You might not be able to walk the patient yet, but you can always do the other six pieces of a good neurologic exam. Mental status and cranial nerves, motor, sensory, cerebellar function, and reflexes. Check them all. Again, it makes you sound smart when you're detailed here. Step four, work up your tests. I will say that we scale way back on this quite a bit if the patient has a well-established history of epilepsy, a well-established seizure history. But otherwise, your typical seizure workup is kind of like this. You get a finger stick blood glucose and a pregnancy test right at presentation. Hypoglycemia and eclampsia are your big players here. And then once things kind of settle out a bit, you get a CBC with electrolytes. You get a urine drug screen, and then you get a serum drug level of any anti-epileptic that they're on. So if they're on like Depakote, you get a Depakote level, that type of thing. And that's it. Glucose and pregnancy, CBC and electrolytes, urine drug screen for the illicit stuff, and serum drug levels for any anti-epileptic medicines that they're on. Another thing that we consider, specifically in a patient with a new diagnosis of seizures, they've never had a seizure before, is a CT of their head without contrast. Then sometimes, in addition to that, we also do a lumbar puncture to look for meningitis if that patient has any evidence of an active infection, like fevers or if they're immunosuppressed, that type of thing. So glucose and pregnancy, CBC and electrolytes, urine drug screen, serum drug levels, plus or minus a CT, plus or minus a lumbar puncture. And then wrapping up, step five, treatment. We're going to cover status epilepticus next week, which is the classic seizure treatment pathway that you might have learned about. But what if it's just a simple seizure right in front of you, less than five minutes, normal mental status beforehand, kind of like I experienced. If the seizure is right in front of you, Tintinales actually says do nothing. You roll them on their side, you get some suction, and that episode will virtually always pass. From experience, if a patient starts having a seizure in the emergency department, attendings are going to be pretty quick to give the patient some IV Ativan. But I actually asked my neurology consultant who strongly says no Ativan, no benzos for a simple single seizure that is less than five minutes right in front of you because it's going to complicate their workup and it's just not indicated. But that's the treatment. Leave them be, roll them on their side, some suction and they'll get better or give them Ativan and they'll still get better. If they don't get better, well, download next week when we discuss our critical diagnosis, status epilepticus, and I'll teach you a pathway that will let you stop pretty much every single seizure that you're going to ever see. Last thing, I'd like to give a shout out this week to another great medical education podcast called Roshcast. Roshcast is a question and answer emergency medicine board review podcast. 
So it's really good for test prep if you have to take one at the end of your rotations. And what we're doing, because I really like Roshcast myself, we're going to actually partner with them and they're going to coordinate their board review questions with the topic that we cover on our show. So check out the next Roshcast episode this Wednesday where they will be doing some seizure questions to kind of reinforce things. Otherwise, that wraps it up. Until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.